when we are stressed, why do we lose control? Why do we yell? Why do we react with anger or violence when we know we'll regret it afterwards? Why does that keep happening? To have a reaction, there are at least four things that must happen. You need to experience something, like something happens to you. Then you process it. That means you understand what happens. Then you generate a feeling that first response and a first judgment, whether something is good or bad or scary or exciting. And then there is an expression or an externalization that can be either loudness or softness, excitement or somberness, happiness or fear, escalation or de-escalation. Based on the judgment or the feeling, there is an expression. There may be more steps, but these are the four basic things that must happen for you to have a reaction. Now, these four things happen instantly or near instantly. We are not sitting and deciding each step every time we have interactions. We have millions of interactions over the course of even just a few days or a few months. And we cannot sit and for each step decide, okay, what have I experienced? What am I processing? What is the feeling that I have generated and how should I externalize this? It happens in a moment. How is that possible? These are learned and internalized behaviors. What we pick up over years, how to process, how to feel, how to express. We observe other people, family, friends, people around us. We understand what they are doing and we internalize it and we practice it until it becomes instinctual. That's what instinct is. It is perfected practice so that you don't have to consciously think about something your subconscious can take over. Instinct is incredibly important because having learned behaviors are what help us survive against danger. When we are in danger, we may have something that is going to happen immediately and is going to require a reaction immediately to save us. So it is important to have instincts. But in a social and a civilized world, we know that there are learned behaviors such as reacting with anger or anxiety that are not desirable. Because over time, as we continue behaving in that way, we alienate people around us because that's not what is preferred. Nobody likes having a difficult interaction with somebody. And if it happens again and again and again, people start deciding, okay, maybe this person's not worth it because every time any small thing happens, they explode. So these instincts are working against us sometimes. But we know that instincts are not permanent. Even if you've internalized something over years and years, instincts can be rewritten. People can change. For example, we know that extreme trauma can rewrite instinct pretty quickly. A car crash might leave you with a fear or a carefulness of driving forever. It'll change the way you behave very quickly. The bigger the trauma or the bigger the sort of rewrite, the faster we learn new behavior. But we can't go around chasing big trauma to change how we behave. So what about small traumas or small stimuli? Can we rewrite instinct using small interactions and small behaviors? Theoretically, 
accumulating instances where you practice a particular response to small stimuli should add up to a rewritten instinct. Is that possible? Of course it is. That's what learning is. And as far as how we respond and act, that's what cognitive behavioral therapy is. I grew up in a loud and brash family. But in multicultural environments like school and college where people from other families have come in, reacting with those same loud and brash instincts that I learned from my family didn't really work. I had a lot of difficulty with friends. I, when I was younger, I was very confused. Why don't my friends like me? Why do they repeatedly call me arrogant or difficult? It is in my early 20s that I understood. Oh. I am like my family. I have learned behaviors from my family and I thought that was normal. Thinking my family is normal is wrong because there is no normal. Instincts change from family to family and environment to environment. So in my early 20s, I am left feeling the behaviors and instincts I have are wrong and they are not the appropriate tools I need to be successful, good, relatable, whatever. So I've been slowly working on this for years and years. And what seems to be the most successful over the years is not trying to rewrite the feeling part. So if you think about how to change the way you behave, your first instinct might be to say, cool, I need to change how I feel. If I don't feel upset, then I will not shout. But I find that that doesn't work because trying to control my feelings means that I'm trying to invalidate them. The way we try to control feelings and practice is saying, no, I'm not sad or no, I'm not upset. But that's just pushing the feelings down and we've seen that it accumulates over time and then it explodes and it's worse. You can't eliminate your feelings just by denying them and in practice when we try to rewrite feeling that's what we end up doing instead i found more success in rewriting the processing that is understanding what has happened and the expression or the externalization if you rewrite the processing you learn to be happier where you are interpreting events differently rewriting the processing is a topic for another time but i do want to talk about rewriting the expression if you can rewrite your expression while keeping your feelings intact and acknowledging them, you solve the problem of overreacting with anger and outbursts while still feeling good about yourself. So if I'm upset at my friend, I don't need to shout at him. I can tell him that I don't like it and I want him to take that seriously. Of course, rewriting is difficult. There's a reason we've clung on to learned behaviors. We believe they work. We've seen them work. But the best chance of success and finding a form of expression that works for you is to be aware and awake and see if your learned behaviors are actually working. Are you frequently getting into fights with people? Then there might be a problem that you need to solve and that might be part of your instinct when you react a certain way. Whether you're being mean to them or whether you're being flippant or whether you're being angry. Anytime you're having a negative reaction and you feel a little out of control, you need to examine your learned behaviors. As overwhelming and icky as it sounds, 
learning to observe and understand your feelings is important however this is not something to be perfected and optimized you could think about acknowledging your feelings and rewriting your expression in a format that allows you to be happy all the time but being happy all the time is not the goal we need a little unhappiness in our lives just like we need to lose occasionally to keep us humble just like we need to have negative experiences that help us appreciate the positive ones so this is about balancing out and learning to process in a healthy way to be whole inside and in the way we behave outside to be attractive to others in the way we act and to be attractive to ourselves in the way we be that is a journey of years and years of processing personal traumas and going through your own demons but it's a journey well worth taking because if you can rewrite the way you express yourself as well as rewrite the way you process yourself you will lead a richer inner life and a richer outer life and isn't that worth striving for